Like I can literally look at a picture and tell you what weight I was in that picture. And I hate that that's what I have defined those moments of my life by because there's so much more happening in life in each individual moment than that. Right. So it just kind of has me ruminating on this a little bit and also saying like, man, where is like the line and and can we pull back from this and again, go back to that identity piece of like, I'm not sure this is what God intended for us. Welcome to Real FM Rewind, B-Side, where we hit the rewind button to catch up and pause to go a little deeper. Here's Anson, Kara, and Zoe. Guys, welcome back to Real FM Rewind B side. We are Anson, Kara, and Zoe hanging out with you again this week. Feeling a little lightheaded at the moment because we were <laughs> laughing very hard before the podcast started. So I'm gonna press on though, uh, and I'm gonna make it to the introduction of <laughs> Zoe, who's doing our on repeat this week. <laughs> All right. So what I've got on repeat is "New Clothes" by Rock City Worship. I got some new clothes on. I got some new clothes on. I Okay, so this song has been stuck in my head since we added it to Real Mm -hmm. FM. It's such a bop. It's so fun. It's upbeat. It's catchy. And I was excited to look at the lyrics. And I don't mean this in a mean way at all. Okay. (laughs) But there's not much there. (laughs) But that's okay. Because pop songs don't always need to have like really lengthy, deep, poetic lyrics. And there is stuff to unpack here. So I don't want that to sound me. But I was like, oh, this is a short song. (laughs) It's my new clip. It's my new clothes. It's my new clothes. <laughs> the end. The end. Uh, but the bridge and the chorus I wanted to point out, I can't get them dirty because I'm not why they're worthy. Don't oh. wear that shame. I got some new clothes on. Nice. And then that repeats for quite some time. But that's okay because I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, it's also got me in this mood of changing my clothes from the spring, summer there to the go. fall, winter. I'm right. just in that in zone. zone. But also on a deeper level, it's not about literal clothes. I think we know that. <laughs> it's about the, the new identity that we have when we accept Christ. That's who we are now. Mm-hmm. And I thought this would be an interesting thing just to kind of talk about because right now there's a lot of like identity talked Mm -hmm. about and I think it's really good to kind of pull back our focus not on what the world says our identity is but what God says our identity is who he says we are and so some of this song and the lyrics that are there (laughs) deal with um, the past and the future how we might have shame and who we once were but we don't have to worry about that we don't have to be that person we're a new person now in this personal transformation that Mm -hmm. we have with Jesus And my parents, when I was growing up, personal transformation was like a big theme that I grew up hearing. They had this small group at one point called Metamorphosis. Whoa. Uh, Yeah. Back in the, uh, you know, day when all every like (laughs) small group in ministry had its own very special name. Yes. (laughs) And like my mom's favorite symbol is the butterfly because they transform into this beautiful, beautiful butterfly. Uh, (laughs) That's just always something that I was surrounded with as a kid and have thought about Mm. that personal transformation that happens when we have Christ and when. Christ is the author of who we are, mm. not mm-hmm. all the pushes and pulls of our culture mm-hmm. that might say, hey, if you put this stuff on or mm. if you act this way yeah. or whatever, yeah. that's mm. not going to make you feel satisfied. And I don't think that's going to make you actually feel like who you actually are. Right. Mm. So that's why I really like this song. Plus, yeah. it's a bop. Yeah. <laughs> it is bop. an earworm. Yes. I, I, that's a, it's an interesting thought that I hadn't really thought about with that song of like the, the kind of extended metaphor yeah. of like new clothes. Clothes are 
kind of mm-hmm. an identity for a lot oh, of yeah. people, yes, right? Yes. And like I think back to when I was in high school and stuff, you, know, like, <laughs> you could identify, and I assume this is still true to some extent today. Yeah. yeah. You know, okay, that this is the emo crowd over here. This is the yes. jock crowd. This is the mm-hmm. right by like the clothes, the clothes. that yes. they're wearing. Yeah, uh, that's true. And maybe there are times where we kind of go through different phases in our life where we try mm-hmm. on different clothes, yeah. you know, it's like, just a oh, phase, mom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to give this a yeah. shot. I'm going to give that a try. See how that mm-hmm. kind of fits me. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And we kind of define ourselves by what we're wearing or what mm. other people are wearing. Mm-hmm. But I think that line that you picked out from the song of like, I'm not why they're worthy right. for good, these right. new clothes. Like that's mm-hmm. kind of the, the key really phrase line. there. Yeah. Right. We tend to think, you know, these clothes are going to make me into something that I'm not, mm-hmm. or I need these clothes to make me into something that has mm-hmm. value and worth. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. the idea here is like, no, this is a set of clothes that mm-hmm. doesn't really have anything to do with you. Mm-hmm. Right. You didn't pick them out. You're not the one who's cool because you're wearing mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. It's about what they do for you and who mm-hmm. picked them out for you and who gave them value. It's not you yeah. or your friends or the culture mm-hmm. or like, you know, Kind of turns that metaphor on its head, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. We interrupt this program to bring you a pause. It's my turn for on pause this week. And I am pressing pause to talk about something really interesting. Diet culture. Ooh. Something I've been diving deep into. And it's interesting because I think it's kind of related to what you were just talking about, Zoe. This mm. identity piece uh, and mm. this idea that identity is coming from either something we are putting on literally mm. physically or actions and performance that we're doing. So I've been reading a book called Anti-Diet. That's a Mm. new book. It's really interesting by Chrissy Harrison. Mm. And it's just got me like fascinated how diet culture is like the air we breathe. It's the water we drink. It's everywhere. And and you may not like realize it until you kind of stop and think about it. But Chrissy Mm. defines it as a system of beliefs that equates thinness with health and even moral virtue. Mm-hmm. Think about that. The like, moral virtue one sticks out. Yeah. Like that is fascinating to me. The more I've listened to this book and kind of looked into this, I'm like, wow, we really do do this. Mm-hmm. And the wellness industry has kind of really taken off over the last, I don't even know how many years. It's it's kind of shifted from diet to wellness. Mm-hmm. And everyone's kind of taken on this like obsession with this. Um, especially, I think, I mean, I think it's across all populations, but as a woman, I feel the pressure a little bit, especially. Oh, and, yeah. Like last year, my husband and I did a whole 30 thing. Mm-hmm. And so we learned all about like good foods and bad foods. And we kind of got into this whole thing. And then as soon as you stop doing that, you're immediately like, oh, I'm just a terrible person because I'm eating all of these horrible things. <laughs> and it's just a fascinating thing that that we've just accepted and absorbed. And it just got me thinking, like, are we a little bit off base on mm. how much weight we're putting on like these choices that we're making? Not that it's a bad thing to want to be healthy, but like how much of what we have decided is healthy is actually just because the culture has told us, yeah, you need to be thin in order to be valuable. This is what it looks like. And there's these good foods and there's these bad foods. And we have started moralizing those choices mm. in like really black and white terms mm. rather than just like, OK, I need to I need to figure out a way to eat that works for my body. And what happens when you do that is a lot of guilt and shame every time you eat a food that is on like the bad list, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. But we're all kind of craving 
some form of wholeness, right? And healing. And we're trying to find a way to like hack the perfect life. And that's what stands out to me is this author says, I find myself holding out hope that I'm just like one diet or vitamin away from hacking the perfect life. Yeah. And I have been there so many times and I've been up and down. I shared a little bit yesterday on the show about my story. Like I started dieting and thinking about weight when I was like 12 Mm. and haven't stopped since. Like I can literally look at a picture and tell you what weight I was in that Mm. picture. And I hate that that's what I've defined those moments of my life by because Mm. there's so much more happening in life in each individual moment than that. Right. So it just kind of has me ruminating on this a little bit and also saying like, man, where is like the line and and can we pull back from this and again, go back to that identity piece of like, I'm not sure this is what God intended for us. Mm. So that's kind of what I've been thinking about this week and just pondering and my brain is kind of over, you know, (laughs) overflowing. So apologies if that's a lot of information, but it's just got me really thinking and pondering like what's, what is freedom in Christ Mm. if or freedom that Christ has set us free. What does it look like to live in relationship to food and freedom? The thing that you said that sticks out most to me, and there's a lot, but the, <laughs> know, the, a lot the number one thing is what you said about this kind of feeling that like we're one magical yes. pill or diet or product like away yeah. from like hacking this problem and solving it and putting it behind us. Right. Yes. And I just think that's so true in like the diet health world and like the fitness exercise world, Mm -hmm. but in pretty much every corner of our lives in the like marketing saturated culture that we live in, Mm -hmm. that's how things get sold. Yes. Right. Things get sold when we are convinced that this is the one thing that's going to solve this big problem we've been Mm -hmm. enslaved to for forever and ever. Exactly. Right. And so that because of that, like we are then inundated, we're just this endless barrage of those promises. Yeah. Right. This is the diet. This is the product. This is the exercise routine. Like this is the thing. I know none of the other 784 things you've tried or you've seen have worked, but trust us, wink, wink. Like Uh this is the one that's actually going to do it and magically solve all your problems. Exactly. And, And then when you're like facing down that like fire hose, constantly yeah like over time like some of it's gonna get through like of some course. of it's gonna wear you down you're yeah. gonna be like okay well maybe it is you know maybe yeah. like that person looks really happy or this person like endorsed it or that mm-hmm. like so maybe we give it a try and then it's not even that all of these products or services or or methods are bad you know or that they don't work at all or that they're fraudulent but right they also are never going to live up to that level of promise right right no diet even a good one is good enough yeah. to make all of this <laughs> baggage that, like you said, you've been carrying around since you were 12, yeah. magically disappear. No. Like there's just because the problem is deeper it's, yeah. than just the the pounds so or the, much like the food that you're putting in. Yeah. Right. There's so much going on there. Oh, so much yeah. emotional and spiritual yeah. and physical baggage that goes along with that, that Yeah, it's just not going to be that easy to solve. Exactly. So that's the thing that stands out to me is how can we you're talking about freedom from this like bondage. Mm -hmm. I I feel like that has to be I don't know if it's the first step, but a step Mm -hmm. is to somehow get it through to our heads as much as we can. That that magical thing Mm. that doesn't exist, that magical Mm -hmm. product, service, whatever it's not out there. Yeah. And what would it do to us if we could chill out for a minute and (laughs) take a break from our striving for that thing? Right. Because if it is out there, 
we can't rest. It's right. Like mm, then it's yeah. just a matter of you haven't found it yet. Yeah. You haven't tried hard enough. Right. So you yeah. need to try something mm. new. You need to work harder. You need to exactly buy more. You need to exactly. whatever, do the mm. next thing mm-hmm. to try to go find that thing. Mm-hmm. But if we could accept like, yeah, that thing's not there. That magical pill I've been trying to find does is not there. And so I could, I could take a breath. Yeah. You know, and the other thing that comes to mind is like, I think there is some pushback on this idea too of like, well, there are, you know, body positivity and yada, yada, like, but aren't there like certain things that are unhealthy or whatever? Like probably, and I don't want to get into all that, but like what you're talking about specifically with your situation is not, you know, this like massive, like obvious, like health problem. Like for most people, Mm -hmm. like the difference between 30 pounds here or there yeah we turn that into this moral yes. thing that you're talking moral about mm-hmm. and it's just not you know yeah. whether i'm 180 or 210 or whether a woman is 130 or 150 or whatever mm-hmm. this is not the difference between you being a good person and a bad person exactly and yet we turn 20 pounds yeah into mm. that kind of dichotomy right and that's crazy isn't it i think so <laughs> and it's the 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 amount that like that dominates conversation and our thoughts as women especially I can attest to this like the amount of brain space that takes up just drives me nuts yeah. like it makes me angry yeah. <laughs> and I'm like because I because like you said so much more was going on in your life between yes. point A and point B than 20 pounds or exactly. 10 pounds or whatever you know the, this author of anti-diet she actually calls diet culture a life thief And I think that that's a really interesting term. And that's what I'm like processing right now is how do we get free from these things Mm -hmm. that are literally stealing our life Mm -hmm. and our vitality? Is this really something that's that important? You know, one thing that you said, Kara, that uh, stuck out to me, I think maybe you said this or maybe I imagined it uh, (laughs) was balance. We've gotten off balance. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I noticed somewhere in my early 20s, I guess, I don't know, at some point. As a Mm -hmm. young adult, because I was like super critical of Mm -hmm. like my weight or how I looked and super insecure. Mm -hmm. And luckily I had a boyfriend, now husband, who was like, you're beautiful. You're fine. Stop worrying about it. And eventually enough pounding me down with that message, it somehow (laughs) stuck a little bit. And I actually became very interested in this journey of mine of like the science of nutrition Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. wellness and health and all this stuff. So it's like kind of a little world that I've progressively gotten more and more interested in. But something that I decided for myself was, well, I'm not doing any of this for a certain like aesthetic Mm -hmm. or a certain number. I actually don't own a scale because I don't want to (laughs) know. And it's depressing to know because we have this idea that if you're a certain weight, then, oh my gosh, that's so bad when I know I'm healthy. Right. Exactly. And so kind of my goal that I latched onto at a certain point is, okay, my goal is to be healthy Mm -hmm. because I know I'll feel better. Mm -hmm. Like I'll be able to perform the best that I can in my life to go do things that I want to do and like enjoy life because I'll be healthy. And I also think a lot about how like our physical bodies are God's creation Mm -hmm. and they're like a temple and we can praise God with our physicality. And so I think about, you know, honoring God with like maybe some of the choices and like being responsible, but it's a slippery slope. Because you go down this like morality thing of, you know, and that's such a slippery slope. So I feel like there's this balance that our culture is missing. Mm -hmm. And of course, our world is missing the balance because it's a broken world. (laughs) And so you've got the extremes where you've got wellness and diet culture. Mm -hmm. And I don't 
side with that at all. But I like the science and the research and the interesting factoids about food and stuff and how it works in our bodies. But I also have a husband who's a picky eater and wants chicken nuggets. (laughs) And so I'm forced to be balanced. Like I can't go whole like clean organic and crazy like I want to because he's not going to eat anything. And so I I have to be like, okay, we have to have a balance of like how we eat and just trust and just <laughs> we, you know right and some yeah. of it is just like real life like right. sometimes yeah, life. you just have to be like you know what like real people can't yeah. always eat like <laughs> yeah. I know. when you have kids or yeah or husband who, eaters yeah and, i think you're onto something there yeah, though, this idea of like like kind of redefining like what does health yeah look mean? like like yeah. what, what is healthy for me yeah mm-hmm. right and yeah. i don't think being really skinny and fit and miserable is right. healthy. No, it's right? not. Like, well, that's yeah. not healthy either. So how can you find a balance right. that that results in physical health, spiritual mm-hmm. health, and mental health? Yeah. Oh, in a, a, in holistic. a holistic That's way. a word I've right. come across. Word, holistic yeah. approach. Yeah. Because like you could focus on any one of those aspects to the detriment of the other. Right. right? Like I, I'm really like I'm emotionally in a good place, but like physically I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm going to die young or something. Like, that's not good. Right. Yeah. But mm-hmm. on the flip side, like you could work yourself to death or be so obsessed with the number on the scale mm-hmm. that right. you achieve a great number on the scale. Right. But you're destroying yourself right. emotionally to do it right exactly it's not healthy and no. so mm-hmm. like yeah redefining what is healthy and taking mm-hmm. a and very holistic sustainable? approach to that That's right a good word. Yeah. i think sustainability is part of that mm-hmm. equation right yeah. and if yeah. it's not sustainable it's probably not healthy yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. that's a good exactly. way to put it whatever you feel is like right for your family and that works for your lifestyle that's and not your body and your body mm-hmm. and is a balance of like quote unquote healthy right but then you enjoy a milkshake <laughs> or like in right. the, the gifts that God has given us milk and honey to right. be Old Testament on y'all like <laughs> like and I think we should ask thing. the question like what is God asking I know of yeah. yeah right like I think you're right mm-hmm. I, I'm not disagreeing with you at all that mm-hmm. we should figure out like what is healthy to me yeah, at an yeah, individual yeah. level that's part of the equation and then the other part is yeah what what is healthy to God what is mm-hmm. what is God asking of me is he asking me to be under 129 pounds <laughs> or is no. it like probably yeah like yeah. spoiler <laughs> spoiler <laughs> no right yeah. but god does i think probably have some things to say about mm-hmm. our mental and physical and emotional well-being mm-hmm. and it, it's probably not diet culture and chasing after some miracle to make us skinnier right fast forward All right. And now it's time for fast forward. And because I feel like for the past probably 13 times that I have done this segment, (laughs) I've talked about some variation of fall. And those that was like the first thought I had again this week. I was like, all right, I'm going to like purposefully set that aside, even though I am. Sorry, okay. I am looking forward to it and come up with something that has nothing to do with fall. Okay, that I'm looking forward to. Meanwhile, okay. talking about so, fall still. Yeah, yeah I, I, had, I had to sneak it in there. You like, snuck I, it in. I want to acknowledge to everybody, I am excited about fall. In case Don't you get didn't me wrong. Know. Okay, That's fair. So as a result, I'm going some, to something kind of uh, pretty niche here. Um, but my kids and I really enjoy playing video games together. Yeah, Aww. it's a lot of fun. Play fun. a lot of Mario Kart. Oh uh, man, we really enjoy that. Solid. 
solid. And uh, a while back, I bought a video game. I, I bought the new Zelda game that uh-huh. came out. Okay. And so we've been playing that for months now and having a lot of fun. But there was this special deal that came out like when I got that where you could buy the game. I think it was like 70 bucks or something. And I, I, I'm a stingy person. Yeah. Okay. So I struggle with buying things. So I'm like 70 bucks for a video game, even though it's like <laughs> the one that I've wanted for like four years. Like I knew I was going to buy it, but I moaned about it anyway. <laughs> right. But then there was this deal that Nintendo had where it was like, okay, you could buy the game for 70 or you can get this like coupon where you can buy two games for 50 each. Oh, wow, so, yeah. so it's a hundred for two games or 70 for one. So I was like, all right, you know what? I'll go ahead and do that. And so I did. And then you have like a year to spend your voucher on your next game. So now I have this voucher for a game and I'm like, wow, I I can like actually buy a game that I've already had to spend the money on. So you don't have to agonize over it. Exactly. Without feeling guilty (laughs) about, oh, I want to buy a game, right? That's awesome. So I've been like looking for my opportunity and there's this new game that's coming out in October and it's a new Super Mario Brothers game. That's like a side scrolling, like old school, (gasps) like 2D Game with a bunch of like fun kind of modern enhancements and you can play it with up to like four people all at the same time. Oh, that sounds so you're all awesome. like running along, bouncing along. Ah. And so like we I pulled this trailer up. It's called Super Mario Adventure. So I don't know. It has a dumb name. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> we, we pulled up like the trailer and I showed it to the kids. And I was like, what do you think of this? Like, should we get this game? And they're like so excited. They're like, this is the coolest game I've ever seen. <laughs> Dad, we have to get it. <laughs> Anyway, they're so excited about now Aww, this game coming out in so October. Cute. And I'm kind of excited about it, too. Yeah. We've already kind of decided together, like, all right, we're going to get this game. My wife, bless her, like, she is not interested. <laughs> she doesn't want to play. So, like, there's four, Fair. there's three kids and me. There's four of us. You can play with four people. Aww, like, it's going to be perfect for a little, so like, fun. and they're so excited about this now. Aww. And so it's fun. I, I'm just really excited to be looking forward to something together with my kids. Mm, yeah. Um, and one of the things that's really fun as your kids get a little older is you start to have, I think, more of these opportunities where mm. you have some like crossover, like shared mm, interests and things, yes. right? That's um, so fun. And so to have that, like something that like we're all looking forward to yeah. and that we can kind of, I, I think the waiting helps too, almost. Mm. This doesn't come out for another month. Oh so yeah, the anticipation. Have that, like, anticipation, right? <laughs> yeah. Of like, oh, in October, like it's going to come out, and then we're going to play it and have a lot of fun, and, uh, like not necessarily getting that immediate gratification. I yep. think kind of yeah builds up that uh, that excitement and that's anticipation. So, so that's something that me and my kids are looking forward to in the near future. Oh, so. that sounds amazing! <laughs> I want one. <laughs> a, a kid or a video? Oh, game? a video game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Good> clarification. <laughs> Awesome. Well, I hope you have a great rest of your week and we'll see you again next time for Real FM Rewind. Thanks for listening to the Real FM Rewind. Make sure to check out all of our podcasts on the Real FM app or at real.fm. And don't forget, be kind and rewind.